Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. And welcome back. Our special guest today is Lawrence St. George. She comes to us all the way from Atlanta in the United States. Lauren is a change facilitator who is South African by birth, but though American by choice and a global explorer by design. These life experiences have fostered in her an appreciation for the diversity of people's ideas, motivations, strengths, and dreams. And she works as a coach and a consultant. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So today we're here to talk about the top five tips for making lasting change in your life or business. So let's get going. Tip number one, what have you got for us? Tip number one, you always have to start by determining what is that goal or vision? Where are you headed? Um, without knowing wh- which direction you're pointing your ship at, you're never going to get there. So um, I like to tell people to start with uh, an uh, exercise called From and To. Look at where you are right now, what's my current state and where I want to get to. Uh, if you're looking at your life, look at it as a 360 sort of degree angle. You know, look at your uh, your environment, where do you live, uh, your home, your social life, your relationships, your work and, and finances. Look at all aspects of your life and go, here I am right now. This is where I want to go from and this is what I, where I want to get to. And once you can get clear on that, uh, you, can, you can really set that direction for your ship and, and you'll know where your goal and vision is. So is that something you would write down, Lauren, or, or, or vision board, or how, how would you actually articulate that? I like to write it down. So whatever the current state is, if it's, uh, you know, you wanna, you're looking at wanting to get healthier, um, you would certainly start by going, you know, currently I'm inactive or I'm not going to the gym. My two would be I want to do it three to five times a week. Whatever that is, you, you would look at your current state and your future state. And I think once you can get clarity on that, um, then you can start to do all of the other steps that come after that. Okay, but so so defining where you're at, every time I work with clients, the first thing they do is they spend the first, you know, whatever it is, hour, two, three days, 12 weeks, digging down the rabbit hole, not of where we're at, but where we came from. And I, I try and tell them that that's not useful. Is it useful? In your opinion, is it is it useful going not just where we're at, but how did we get here? I think to a degree, but I think you're correct in, in, in don't allow yourself to go down the rabbit hole for too long. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about sort of future, future tips, but I think you do have to understand what your obstacles are. And some of those obstacles are connected to the past. So, you know, if you understand uh, sort of old habits and old ways of doing things, you can, you can are better able to say, this is how I want to change it for the future. Uh, but you're right. I don't, you don't want to go down a rabbit hole for too long. And especially if you're visioning, you really do want to focus yourself on where you're headed versus where have you been. Um, so yeah, don't let yourself go down the rabbit hole for too long. Okay, so you've defined your your goals, your vision. You kind of got this picture of where you're going. Hit us up. Tip number two: your why. I, and I think the why is 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 one of the most important things because it is your motivation. Really, what is underlying this desire to get to this vision? And uh, if you can understand that, and I and I mean understand it on a deeper level, don't go with the first answer of why, but really peel back the uh, the onion. Uh, an exercise I like to do with with clients is uh, it's called the five whys. 
and that allows you to sort of inner channel your your inner four year old and and ask why so that you can really sort of peel back. And I think when people do that, you get down to a much truer core of what's driving you. But when you understand what that what's driving you, you now have the motivation. One of the biggest things that I work with people on is is continued momentum and motivation because it's easy to put the plan together. It's but like you said, it's it's easy to fall back into old habits and, and think about the past. So I think I do believe that that's that really cementing that why and really understanding what that why is is the thing you can keep coming back to to help you make sure that you continue moving to right towards that that vision that you've set. So I'm curious about um, peeling back the onion uh, to get to your true why. So h- how does that work? Uh, is is there a process you use, or are there questions, or is it a worksheet? Uh, you, you, you can literally pull out a piece of paper and pen. And, and so, you know, I, I started with the healthier lifestyle. So I'll keep with that example for this because uh, it's one I think uh, we can all relate to. But you would say, you know, I, I want to become healthier. Yep. You would then ask yourself, why do I want to become healthier? Uh, and then you would, resp- you would answer yourself because I want to drop 20 pounds. Well, why do I want to drop 20 pounds? I want to drop 20 pounds because I don't, I don't feel good in my clothing. Why don't you feel good in your clothing? And you keep peeling back and you need to ask yourself why about mm-hmm. five times. And, and don't let yourself get off the hook because it becomes more and more difficult the more you do it. But when you do, you're really going to get to that core. And oftentimes it can be different to, the, to your, what you think your original motivator is. It could be more connected to self-confidence or it becomes a much deeper sort of level of, of what's, what's driving that needs to change. Um, and I think you don't have to go you know, telling everyone about it, but as long as you yourself understand what that why is and what that driver is, you're that much more likely to be successful in hitting your vision. So, so your why is a personal thing or a public thing? I think it's a personal thing. Now you could make it pub. You could make it public if you think that that's going to help your motivation. Um, th- there's all kinds of ways we can talk about sustaining motivation, but I think for most people, if you peel that onion back, you're going to get to a very personal level. Uh, yeah. and, and for many people, I think you want to keep it, you know, sacred yeah. into yourself. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, let's move on now. Tip number three. Okay. So now you know where you're headed. Uh, you know what your motivator is, what your why is. Now you need to look at what are the obstacles. What's really between you and, and reaching that vision? Um, again, pen and paper, easy. Um, start listing all of the things that you think are getting in the way. And then what I like to do is to get people to actually uh, uh, divvy up and, and sort that list by the things that you would consider like gravel, easy to get over, rocks, bigger, bigger needs more energy, sort of a bigger obstacle, and then boulders. And boulders might be really, you know, I can't overcome this. I've got to either accept that that is uh, something that's just going to be there, or I'm going to work out how I'm going to get around it, or it's something that's going to take a lot more time and energy to get past. Uh, And then you get to choose. Um, You either get to choose, I'm going to take care of the gravel first, that's kind of the lower hanging fruit, easier to sort of knock out of the way, or I'm going to take over the boulders um, and get those out of the way because then I'm going to feel like I'm making a much bigger stride towards it in the vision. And that to me is an individual choice in terms of which, which side you want to start on. Um, I also believe that you don't need to do, you know, if you make an extensive list, which I think you should, you just need to get it all out of your system. 
uh, you don't need to go and solve every obstacle that's out there. And then you need to look at your, your gravel rocks and boulders and go, which are the ones that if I solve these, that will move the needle the most on allowing me to get to my vision. You can't have an extensive list of 300 obstacles and expect that you're going to be able to get over those. It's going to be daunting. and It's certainly going to stop your motivation uh, okay. and your momentum. So you're looking for those ones that, you know, really going to move the needle. I mean, here's the question then, you know, uh, in, in, my, in, in my, you know, work, I guess, and in and, and my own life, I tackle the boulders first because mm-hmm. otherwise you pro- I, I procrastinate. I will just go, yeah, th- those easy things are easy to tick off, but they don't really give me a sense of achievement because they're easy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess I thrive on on going over the boulders first. And, you know, and, and I guess that helps you because once you're on top of the boulder, you've got a clearer vision of where you're going. Um you know, do do a lot of people you've worked with, and obviously you were in the large end of town as well at Accenture, um, you know, do they sort of waste time and I guess fiddle around with the with the gravel as as a as a way of looking as if they're actually being productive, but actually just treading water? Well, research research has shown that uh, at least for individuals, you know, businesses might be different, but for, for individuals that starting, anytime you're starting to uh, work towards reaching a goal, that um, you know, starting with a, a, something that you can do in less than two minutes is going to get you moving along the, the, the way of, of, on that path towards change. Um, so the faster you can get going and the smaller it is, um, the easier it is to get the win. Um, it also it also has been researched that that celebrating small wins will help you to stay on that path. So I think it really depends on the individual as to which side you want to tackle. But ultimately, you got to start somewhere, right? And so I think for people who who feel uh, a little risk averse, doing the gravel might seem a little uh, less risky, a little uh, a little less painful, but it gets the momentum going. And for others like yourself, you're just going to steam ahead and you want to see big success. You want to feel like you're moving that boulder um, to feel like you're, you know, really achieving things. And I, I honestly think it depends on the human being and, and either end is, is fine as long as you're moving forward. Right. Okay. So, so you're either, you're either digging in the gravel or you're climbing over boulders <laughs> what is what is tip number four for making lasting change in your life and business? Well, really, once you've once you've started looking at those obstacles, you're going to already start thinking about solutions. So the the next is put a plan in place. Um, until you put it down on paper and you put some deadlines to it, you start to think through what are the steps I need to take to to tackle that boulder or, or get the first piece of gravel out of the way. Um, until you start measuring what success looks like and putting putting some KPIs behind it, um, it's it's just a lot of I think you know talk and dreams. So I believe that you have to put that plan in place in order to make sure that you're actually moving forward. It also helps you in those times when you maybe stumble backwards or things don't quite quite go your way that you can either go back and change the plan. Or you can go back and at least say, I, I've measured and I know I've made progress and I just need to keep pushing forward because, you know, it's not it's not a linear path, uh, any kind of change. And so, you know, being able to track it being, and at least being able to see that you're making progress, I think is very important to stay on track. 
So how detailed does this plan need to be? Uh, you know, one page, 10 pages? Like I know people can, again, waste a lot of time writing a plan. So I'm, I'm curious to sit, hear your approach. With with my with my clients uh, on the individual side uh, and even the businesses, I try and do a one to two page plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at we look at really what are the what are the immediate like three months, six month, nine month things that we need to do, um, and 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 it really is you know what's the the tactic, when is it going to be done by, who owns it, and how am I going to know if it's been done, um, and the who owns it you know if it's a personal thing. There are definitely enough goals out there where you're going to need help from from someone within your life to 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 get there. Might be a spouse, might be a friend, whatever it is. Um, you know, there is sometimes you can you can help get some help from others to to get to that goal. And sometimes you're just the owner. Uh, in businesses, certainly there's going to be more owners to getting something done. Um, and then yes, how do I know that I've achieved it? What, what how am I going to measure success? When do we know we've hit that goal? So those are the four things. I think you have to keep it scrappy um, and get it down. And I agree. If you get if you get uh, too bogged down in creating the plan, you'll you'll never actually get started. So um, keep it as brief as you can so that you can get going, knowing that it's, you're probably going to change it along the way anyway. Yeah, procrastinators love planning. Um, okay, <clears throat> so uh, let's move on now. Round us off for the tip number five for the top five tips for making lasting change in your life or business. So the next is overcoming the fear to take the first step. I think for for a lot of people, you know, they can they can dream about the vision and where they want to get to, and even have the plan in place. Um, but if you don't just look at the mindset part of it, look at what might actually stop you from moving forward. Um, I, I've seen enough clients who who are excited about putting a plan in place, and then they go back into back into life and and they get sidetracked or a fear pops up like uh you know fear of change uh fear of failure it will stop any anyone making that first step so then you need to look at you know what are the potential fears or or mental uh roadblocks that could get in the way um and then you gotta you gotta look at you know ways that you can help to 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 lessen that you know for some people they have internal naysayers that voice in your head that starts to already do the negative self-talk like what are you thinking about why you know why do you think you can do this um so there's there's a there's a number of ways to counteract that you've got to first sort of understand what's what's the potential fear that's going to get in the way of of making that change and businesses have it too um hugely have it in terms of you know why why change the trajectory we're on because things feel good why would we make make big changes but when you look at the marketplace out there and the headwinds uh you know if you don't if you don't make the changes you could be you know there's enough examples out there of companies that didn't make the change even when things are going well okay so so i mean you know how inertia it says in physics is something that prevents movement ahead you know what's the for a lot of people what is that kick in the in the rear end that actually gets them moving because you know they've got all these fears you know failure and change etc what what's the best motivator what's the best way of getting people out of the rabbit hole that I spoke about earlier on and getting them moving in the right direction 
unfortunately for a lot of us, it, it takes getting to a level of pain uh, where we just can't stand it anymore. There's some kind of a tipping point. Um, a lot of the people I work with are there's there's a tipping point that could be uh, really needing to make a change in career. Uh, they might have gone through a divorce. They may become an empty nester. They're you know they're looking towards retirement, but have no idea what that looks like. It's those kind of major life events uh, can be tipping points. But I think ultimately it's it's people getting to the point of going, I'm 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 sick and tired of feeling this way, and I've got to do something um, that that becomes the motivator to change where you're at, because we're designed, our brains are designed to keep us comfortable. So we they they look to keep us safe, keep us in in patterns. Uh, you know, automatic uh, a- actions are, are great. And then anytime that something comes along, like change uh, or new ideas, uh, our brains kick into fight or flight because it's now seen as something, something threatening. It's breaking the mold, it's breaking the pattern. Um, and so it's hard, it's hard to get out of a comfort zone. And sometimes you need, you need a bit of a kick in the pads, which is, you know, that it's gotten so uncomfortable that you just have to make that change. And I guess your job uh, is, is to hold their feet to the fire and make that happen. Typically, they find me when they've they've put their own feet to the fire. So they're at a, pl- a place oftentimes of being really feeling stuck and not knowing what to do next um, and, and, have a, and acknowledge that they need some help to figure out what the next, what that next step looks like. Or they've got a lot of ideas and just kind of see the, you know, the forest for the trees, need some help whittling that down. Or they've got the mindset piece of they just have, you know, the fear of hitting go. Oftentimes, it's you know more than one of those things together. Um, but yeah, if I come to people at the wrong point in time where they where they're not acknowledging that they're feeling stuck or they need to make a change, th- there's no interest in working with a coach at that point. Cool. So, Lauren, uh, should our listeners want to get in touch with you and find out more about how to drive lasting change? What's the best way for them to do that? You can reach me through my website, which is answerwhatsnext.com. Uh, through there, you can sign up for my newsletter if you want a, sort of a weekly tool and, and some uh, some enriching ideas uh, to add to your life. Or you can actually book a call directly with me from there if you'd like to find out more. That's Thanks. fantastic. Thank you very much, Lawrence and George from Atlanta, Georgia, for being a guest on the Top 5 podcast today. Thank you to my co-host, Lindsay Adams from Brisbane, Australia. This is Rail Bricker from Perth, Western Australia, signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast.